speaking of um, renewed uh, enthusiasm and uh, smiles that uh, uh, we saw last night, especially after the game, mm-hmm. and of course the 13-year-old goalkeeper had the wore the biggest smile of the of the evening. Uh, Sam Krizlovich, uh, our special guest from the MacArthur Bulls, their sporting director is about to join us. Uh, Sam, welcome to FNR. Thanks, George. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm pretty much okay. I watched the game with uh, with a great interest to see not only how the Bulls would perform away from home, away from the bull ring, but uh, also to see uh, how the contest would fare, especially when you had nearly six thousand people rock up to um, uh, a tremendous uh, uh, midweek contest uh, in, in, the heart of, uh, in the heart of Melbourne. How did you feel? Did you have great confidence that would, you'd roll up and, uh, and, make, and make hay? Oh, I think it was, you know, it's fair to say we, we, we did have confidence or we'd win the game. I mean, the coach was pretty confident going into the game and, you know, the game went the way we expected, and um, you know what you expected you know, the first goal to go against you. <laughs> uh, we no, we look. We expected, you know, that you know Joey Guest. I, I, I think you know I rate him as most probably the best player in the down south in the VPL. Wow, so that doesn't surprise me. That's a big call. That's the problem. Yeah, and we actually, we obviously, I've I've watched a lot of NPL in Victoria. My sister, you know, obviously, Dandenong on City and Melbourne Knights are in the and St Albans in the first. MPL one, so I've got a you know, my creation heritage is a bit of an interest in there. So we um you know, we obviously knew you know Joe Guest, you know, they, they also got, you know, um Oscar Dillon who's a who's, yep. a who's a very good player, played in the in in the A League. Um uh <clears throat> sorry, um so uh, there was one other one that escapes me at the moment and um Wade Decker who was at Melbourne City. So yes, yes, of course. And we, we yeah. So so look there and they're coached by by a by a by someone who's a lot of experience in coaching football in in Australia, and, and Chris Taylor. So, look, we were prepared for what we're going to get, and we actually, you know, to be honest, we we, we got what we expected in terms of the the the, the vigor, the the passion, the, all on the field. So, you know, it was wasn't a surprise to us. Uh, did you like the atmosphere? It was it was electric. Uh, Chris, we were talking to Chris Taylor just a little while ago, and he was saying it was electric. Look, it was a good atmosphere, but you know what I found surprising having to be at the game on Sydney night on Sunday. It wasn't intimidating. Well, I'm okay. sure the Brisbane people would say that the Sydney night atmosphere was very intimidating for the Brisbane players. Um, no, it was a good look. It was a good community type of event. It was, you know, it was it was it was a good football spectacle. Um, yeah. So that's you know, I mean, obviously, I, I was at both games, so I've got a pretty good understanding of what it was like. No, no, I understand that very much, uh, and that's why we're very pleased to have you on air and joining us on FNF to give us a sense of uh, the fallout and uh, how's the team bounced back after the game. Good, good. You know, the, the team's pulled up well. I mean, Danny De Silva will be fit for the final. That's exciting. Um, he was just uh, he was he was thing the. I think the the Georgian Georgian striker arrives Friday, so he he could be touch and go for the final as well, depending how how, how things are on. Very um, good. So so and um, do, I think mean, ha- Sam, do we have any idea where the game will be played? We have a date, but we don't know the ground yet, do we? Well, oh, well, how how about we put it this way? It won't be Campbelltown. It won't be Allianz. 
I'll leave it to the viewers to wow. work out who would possibly. So you, are you suggesting to me that King Tomislav might be the go? Uh, he won't be, won't be there either. But okay. there's one state, There's obviously two stadiums are left out, and one of them is hosting an NRL grand final that week. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, think, I think we can probably uh, pick up what's being, being placed <laughs> okay. down from that point. Okay, okay, all right, okay, fine. Now, listen, uh, how do you sit... You've, congratulations, by the way, to getting getting uh, your way through this campaign. It's a terrific result to make the final of the Australia Cup. Uh, it's uh, you, you, the club seems to be notching off really key indicators, the the old key KPIs. Yeah, this is another one that you you can tick off. Dwight York, for Dwight York, uh, who's um, certainly credentialed and who's done just about everything in the game. Uh, it must be again further validation that he's growing into this role as the uh, the manager or the coach of the MacArthur Bulls? Yeah, definitely. Look, I think Dwight, you know, we, we, we copped a bit of raised eyebrows when we made the appointment, but I, I think it's, you know, I, I think, you know, people are starting to see why we we made the appointment and we're starting to see, you know, I, I think the the start of a good managerial career, to be, to be honest. I mean, I've worked with a lot of coaches, so I've pretty much have experience and a yardstick of what makes good, what makes bad, which ones can go further. So I think Dwight ticks all those boxes where he can go further. Uh, young Azani is, seems to be growing in confidence, uh, especially after the disruption that has marred his career over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I think Daniel, I mean, Daniel just needs game time. Yep. Daniel needs game time. People forget he's only 23 when I say only. <laughs> he's been around for five years since he's 18. But Correct. 23, 23, he's still got a lot of time on his hands. He needs to get into game time, get into a rhythm, get into the confidence, you know, the swagger that made him, all that stuff that happened you know, four or five years ago, earned him that, that move overseas. But um, look, for Daniel, you know, he's, he's, he's back at home, back in his home city, you know, so it makes it a lot easier with family and friends and the support network around him always, you know, it helps players. Uh, talk to me about Campbelltown, the home ground. How is it coming along and will it be ready for the start of the A-League season? Yes, definitely. We won't repeat the mistakes of of last year. The, and I've spoken to council about that and I've suspected it and the, it, it, the service will be back to the way it was in year one. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, key, especially when you see the, the type of game that the Bulls want to play. Mm, you have exactly a crop of youngsters... Almost busy bees that that up up front can be uh, quite creative and uh, you know when you when you have youngsters who who have that sort of movement it 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 must be played on a really good pitch must be played on a great surface and you're you're telling me now that you're adding a Georgian striker uh, do we have a name yet Yes yes I mean I think it was announced he was Bashana Arabuli played the last season last two seasons. George in the Greek first division for Paslamania. Wow, gee, the <laughs> Super League, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, so I think, you know, obviously, you know, the, there's been a bit of, I mean, with Newcastle bringing Becker out, I think it's proven that, you know, that there's quality from that part of the world. So, you know, we've watched this quite closely. Now, I know a couple of people, obviously, in Greece who, who rate him highly as well. So that gave us a bit of confidence that, you know, he's a, he's a right right fit for us. You know, Melbourne City brought a young uh, guy out of uh, the Greek Super League too. His name was Bruno Fornaroli. Correct. Did a, he did okay. <laughs> Ma, 
The the Greek Super League is a very hard league. It's a very defensive, strong, physical type of league. It, it, people underestimate it. Yeah, and we're because talking. And you're, and you're, ta- you're talking about being a fan there. I mean, that's tough too. If you can survive the uh, the attendance at a, at a game in in the Greek First Division, there, uh, you've done well. <laughs> oh, I actually watched. Would you believe? Or tell me, I taped I tape the last year's Greek Cup final, and I missed three quarters of the game because there was a two hour delay between <laughs> Power and Panathinaikos. <laughs> well, I'm a Panathinaikos boy, uh, lifelong. My father was an Aikistis, a man from who, you know, because of their, my forebears coming from Asia Minor, they all played for Ike, and that was the formation of the club in uh, in Naionia in Athens. So all of that, that history I understand very well. But I also remember my first game was Olympiakos, Panathinaikos at Karaiskaki. And let me tell you, it was, talk about brave. Um, yeah, it's not for the faint-hearted. Yeah, what were we saying earlier about intimidating atmospheres? Oh, yeah, Sam. Yeah. That's, that's the real intimidating yeah. stuff. You know they talk about fortresses? Wow. You know they talk about fortresses. Mm. Yeah, you you have to run the moat or swim the moat <laughs> before you get. Off. It's it's a very different. Oh, look, I, I've watched games in the uh, in the Greek league, and uh, especially when they light the flares. Um, that by the way, don't have a use by date, Sam. No, no, I know that. <laughs> uh, 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 speaking of flares, I see that Marseille and uh, Eintracht of Fra- Frankfurt got into trouble with uh, with the UEFA because some of their fans uh, have uh, overstepped the mark and have lit some flares, which, uh, again, interesting to see that even around the world, uh, the various uh, authorities struggle to keep those ever-passionate fans uh, under control. Always, always. It's always difficult, you know. It's always fine line between passion and and um going overboard but you know I prefer to have that than not have passion at all you know the only thing I want is for you guys to limit the size of those cowbells no I don't agree agree with that I want them small I don't want them big to make those noises I mean it's frightening it's frightening it's intuitive I've I've, I've grown to like them I've grown to like them Uh, for Lockie to to like something um, is difficult he's (laughs) he's so set in his ways and I think it must be the Scottish the Scottish. That's the, that's the Scott in me. I was yeah, going to say the same thing. The Scott so. in you. Now, yeah, Sam, tell yeah. us. Uh, that explains why I like cowbells. In terms, in terms of preparation, uh, has Dwight got all the players now, aside from the uh, the arrival of your Georgian striker? Is everyone on board and is everyone training? Uh, and w- do you have anyone recovering from uh, you know, long-term injuries? No, no everyone's, everyone's, everyone's on board. I mean, Craig, Craig Noon did have... Earlier on in preseason, did his MCL, but he's fine now. He's back, though he didn't take part yesterday. He travelled, so you know, like I said, Danny De Silva will be back. Just didn't want to risk him. So look, it's it's, it's a full complement of players. Uh, sorry, there's one player, Alexander Sushna, who had a had a knee issue with his meniscus, so he 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 won't so, play. So is that a clear out? Is that just a tidy up? He'll do enough. No, no, it's a clear out. No, 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 he'll clear out. No, no, it's a clear out. Had to remove, I think, about 70, 80% of his meniscus. So Ooh. he's so he's definitely out for the start of the season. Right. Um, you know, he won't make the start of the season. So he's the only long-term, uh, you know, injured list player. Everybody else is back and will be back in the next coming weeks, you know, in the lead up to the first game of the season on October 8th. And who do you play game one? 
Brisbane in Brisbane, oh, which is an interesting, which is an interesting uh, way to start the season. Yeah, away from home. Away from home, yeah. yeah. Yes. But we've done a lot of travelling in the in the FFA Cup. I think we went to Mackay, we've been to Adelaide, then we're in Melbourne. So we've sort of done three trips in about six weeks, which is, you know, never easy. No, no. Sam Krislovich, uh, the sporting director of the MacArthur Bulls, has been kind enough to join us on FNR. Uh, we've uh, congratulated him on what has been a terrific performance to uh, to advance to the final of the Australia Cup with a 5-2 uh, effort uh, against uh, the Oakley Cannons, Chris Taylor's uh, team. Uh, what did you make of the young uh, 13-year-old goalkeeper? We now know he's officially 13. Uh, uh, what did you What did you make of of his arrival? Apparently, the 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 uh, crowd really got excited. I think it was the biggest roar of the night, to be honest. Um, <laughs> the biggest roar? Yeah, roar, roar, roar. Oh, roar of roar, the night. Roar. <laughs> and the biggest noise. That's and, fantastic. Um, look, only, but, you know, look, you know, it's, it's great memories for the for the young boy and his family. I think something that ever and, – and the positive publicity that we've got in, in and around it that as a game has been unbelievable. But, you know, you know, George, we're the only sport that can deliver that. That's true. NRL can't deliver that. No. AFL can't deliver that. We can deliver that. We can deliver dreams. That's no true. other sport. And sometimes in the quagmire of what we're in, we get lost in that, mm. in the ability of what we can provide. You know, even like, you know, we're the only sport that can provide the ability for Sydney United to get to a national mm. cup final. Exactly. Uh, and Oakley to a semi final, knocking out top top tier teams, uh, it doesn't happen in any other sport in the world. Well, here's something else as well. Uh, the young 13-year-old, who's a Manchester United fan, got a chance to have a photo taken and uh, and sh- uh, shake the hand of uh, Dwight York. Yeah, I saw Dwight. Dwight gave him a hug after after the it's game. Fantastic. After it fantastic. It is, and I mean, and, and, and you know, we can deliver that. I mean, we can deliver that. I mean, it doesn't happen in any other sport no. in our country that we can deliver that sort of stature of people. Football, I mean. Brings everybody together, top yeah. from top to bottom, big to small, and I think sometimes the romance of being able to do that we forget. That's a good point. Good yeah. point. Ro- memories for a lifetime. That's that's special. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. And you, Correct. you made an excellent point before, Sam, about the Australia Cup. How it, it, it especially the Australia Cup, gives us that chance that no other sport has to Correct. see yeah. an Oakley Cannons through to the semi, see a Sydney United through to the final, and as a byproduct, it creates a, I guess, an interesting situation for you. Someone of Croatian heritage, you've been involved with Sydney United 58 before, and <laughs> now you face them in a, in a cup final for your, your first chance of MacArthur silverware. How are you feeling about that? Oh, look, I'm proud. Mm. I'm proud. My family made a big contribution to Sydney United. I mean, everyone knows that. Um, you know, the, the you know, I got a phone call from my mum after the game saying, well done with that. <laughs> oh, that's but, great. But, but, but she said, don't talk to me for two weeks for last game. <laughs> uh, Sam, That's pretty much. I, I haven't asked you this before. Um, uh, veteran Rojic, do you remember him? Yeah, I know veteran very well. I, I mean, when I'm in, when I'm when I'm back in Croatia on holidays, I try to catch up with him. I mean, as a kid, I think you know all of us, me, Kalos, Popovic, you know, Rude, and we all we all have fond memories. And I think he's the guy that changed our vision of football to allow us to go to. The level when he came out, he was a, he was a big name and a big big personality. He so was. yeah, I do. Catch, 
Yes, so he, you know, obviously, you know, I, I know veteran, I know all those guys. But getting back to the question, no, look, I, I think it's great. I mean, because you know, not that it's about me, but you know, it epitomises what the Croatian community has done for the game in this country. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. From all of us in terms of so, when we look at the whole aspect, we've got one of the oldest football clubs in Australia around since '58, playing the newest club in Australia in an mm. Australia Cup final. I mean, the narrative around that, when I look at, you know, the, the other intersecting parts, people may not be aware, but, you know, we've got Ivan Wood to the left back from MacArthur. His dad was on the board with me at Sydney United for six, seven years. <laughs> uh, all right, so, It just gets so, richer and richer with every, richer. With every yeah. sentence. You know, I was going to yes. say, uh, we didn't finish. I, I, I interrupted you. Uh, Mum has said to you, only don't talk to me for two weeks. Mum said, don't talk to me till after the game. That's about two weeks away. She doesn't want to talk to me. She's blackmailing me, and you know what? Rightfully so. Because, oh, that's you know, uh, Because, you know, obviously the contribution me and my family uh, have made and our friends, extended family and all that, you know, mm. all the hard yards and all, all the, you know, all the attempts that, that were made, you know, to kill off Sydney United going back or whatever, and, and we still let, we let it standing. But mm. um, getting back to the other point, not only voids, uh, I mean, you've got also Nick Suman played at Sydney's first the Sydney United. You had Tommy Uskog, mm. who actually coached for Sydney United as well. Wow! You know, and so the, the, the intersecting, the intersect, and, and, and the funniest part of it all, George, I've got yep. another one. For you. Yep. Go on, Jacob Jacob Poscalero, who's the community football officer, football manager, yep. officer manager yep. at yep. Macarthur, plays for Sydney United. <laughs> Ah, that gets better. So the Twitter war has started, so, hasn't so it? So what you're saying, Sam, this is the, the, the perfect final. The, not the final that anyone expected, no, but no. the way it overlaps. It's 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 almost it's a, a dream game, a dream wow. matchup. Yeah, I think it shows the romance and, 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 and the heritage and the contribution and, you know, the uniting of the game and top to bottom and, you know, old versus new and, you know, getting together. And look, it also intersects southwest Sydney where we where we come from right mm. that's everyone everyone true, knows true, everybody true, ever, true. Uh, overlaps everyone or what have you so look you know I, I'm proud proud of the fact that you know I'm obviously very humbled that you know my mother club has has done what it's done and you know to see uh, the red white and blue colors there on the on the cup final you know I'm sure I'll you know, I'll be I'll shed a tear or two on behalf of my father. You know, who passed away about fifteen years ago, but but did a lot. And my uncle, you know, passed away a couple of years ago, who did a lot, lot around the club. And you know, it's more you know about the people that are no longer here, George, rather than the ones that are. That's a very people good forget point. the con- That's a very people good forget point. the contribution of all these pioneers made. You know, the, the, you know, I always say, go on record, I was around people, even with Olympic South Melbourne, Melbourne Knights when. You know, all these ethnic, uh, as I call ethnic clubs, I call them heritage clubs. Yeah, they are. People, people, lost, people lost relationships. People lost houses. People lost jobs because of their passion for the, for the club. And we should never forget that. No, no, we shouldn't forget that. And I'm reminded every day watching uh, the Melbourne Knights here, the, uh, the contribution of the various communities. Look, for me, for me, the Italian community has played an enormous uh, part in the success of Australia. The Croatian community, the Greek community, um, the, the Polish community has had its champions and, and, and on it goes. Uh, some of the great clubs, whether it was Slavia, whether it was um, 
the, the Dutch uh, contribution to, the, to this country. The one thing that, re- that I'm reminded of is that the 74 um, Socceroos that made the World Cup were, were all part-timers and they came from just about every club in the country and they were mighty. And I remember, I remember Jack Riley, every time I speak to Jack, Jack keeps saying to me, every time you get on air, you just keep telling people we were a bunch of part-timers but we took on the world. And no one imagined that we could play the game. And here we are again. We're going to send a, a, a group of youngsters and, uh, and some old, pl- older players like Aaron Moy and others um, to Qatar for the World Cup. Yes, we've quali- qualified again when everyone was saying we weren't going to make it. And if, if you reflect the multicultural nature um, of, uh, of Australia is reflected in only one, t- possibly, no, probably one, t- no, two teams, the Matildas and the Socceroos. Mm. You can't say that about any other club. Certainly not our cricket team. Our cricket team is predominantly white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. It, it would be an exception with, rather with than a rule. Kawaja being, yes, yeah. exactly, being one or two. But it's, it, it is remarkable and uh, I'm reminded yet again of just the role that those communities have played and we have not served them to the best of our ability and I can remember that time under David Hill. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it set the game back. Yeah, let's let, let's not let's not relive that. Well, let's, I don't, let's, I'm not let's... talking about reliving it, but I'm re- talking about re- never forgetting it either, because that's important. Uh, it's it's so important to understand never never to revisit that that land. So importantly, uh, it it ref- it's it's more energy for what comes next. So um, you've got uh, a game in Brisbane uh, coming up for your first game of the A League season. We wish you all the best for that. But uh, in the meantime, uh, is it October 1? October 1, Saturday, October 1. And it'll be probably a bank bank west, eh? Well, we we can't know know for certain. I'm still putting the pieces of the puzzle together. But it won't be King Thomas Love. When did did King Thomas Love go go, uh, artificial pitch? Oh, I think it was. Actually, I do know 2013 we put the pitch in. Is that right? And then it was relayed, relayed three years ago. So wow. it's, yeah, it's it's been a uh, you know it's 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 been a it's been a while now. Wow! It just with the the problem. I mean, I know obviously in Melbourne the climate's a bit better with, for conducive for growing grass, but in Sydney, you know, it's become where parkland is scarce, and you you can't find enough parks, and participation has grown. So you know, it was a decision based on. You know, getting many kids on, giving them the ability to train on a nice surface and develop their skills. And of course, we've got the women now wanting to play, and of course, we need to provide amenities for them. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's uh, you know, like I said, I'm I'm not too familiar with other states, but you know, or metropolitan area, but in Sydney, it's a big, big problem. There's not enough parks to to service what's required. Um, you know, so, yeah, so and it, it explains. The, it explains why you have to go down that pathway. You want you want to give them access to 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 be able to play a contest. Uh, I, I suppose Arpia at Lambert Park have done similarly. Haven't uh, they? I, I mean, you probably at least in the top flight, it would be. I mean, without putting a specific sum on it, there'd, there'd probably be the majority of, of of clubs in the the top flight of that NPL that are, are playing on. On synthetics, or, or or very close to, I'd imagine. There's only three grounds that aren't synthetic. Yeah, is that right? Teams. Yeah. Wow. Oh, gee, that's for three of them. Three of them that aren't synthetic. Yeah, I, I think I think there's some some food for 
uh, thought on that front here in, in, yeah, in Victoria. Early, I think a few I more think could Erlen probably suit. I think can, can jump even higher on artificial pitch, can he? Is that what you're saying to me? Uh, Sam, thank you for giving us so much of your time. And uh, once again, no problem. tremendous to, to traverse uh, some of the uh, storylines. And I love the fact that your community officer plays for Sydney 58. That's just, that's just gorgeous. <laughs> Uh, listen, uh, by the way, do you want me to speak to your mother and and help you cut a bit of slack <laughs> no, no, there? No, no, men, she's men pretty, uh, yeah. no, no, she's pretty. No, they tell me I'm very good with grandmothers. They tell me I'm very. <laughs> there, there are a lot of grandmothers there that still remember and they're very kind to me. And I might be able to na- navigate a, and, and negotiate a good deal for you. Not with my mum. I'm <laughs> sure my sister's going to be a good peacekeeper for the next two weeks. Oh, bless you, mate. Sam Krizlovich, uh, joining us, uh, the sporting director at uh, the MacArthur Bulls, who are still smiling after uh, beating uh, the Oakley Cannons and making their way into the final of the Australia Cup.